Hello, I am C-3PO, Human-Cyborg Relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. R2 says that Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult-themed podcast which contains content and language not suitable for younger listeners. What do you mean I am prude? Well, just you reconsider that insult. Well, how rude. Well, I don't like you either. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be free Hello, everybody, and welcome to a quickie episode of Three Sheets of the Mouse. It's uh, myself, Tim. What's up? And Adam. What's up, everybody? And tonight, uh, we're going to be hanging out, talking a little Disney. So sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy this quickie episode of Three Sheets of the Mouse. Guys, like we do every week, what are we drinking tonight? Tim, what do you got? Well, we uh, met up with Trader Shan yesterday and uh, his wife and the Millers. And Shan bought us another bottle of wine from his dad's winery, Misty Creek. And he brought us the Malbec. Ooh, it's tasty. Really good. It's very tasty. It is pretty awesome. I am enjoying it. So you both have the Malbec? Yeah. yeah. Weeknights, you can only drink, like, you have to split yeah, a bottle of wine. Yeah, we, that's true. We can't do a bottle each. So, uh, so I went, I went classic. Uh, I went some Hanalei Island IPA. Uh, it's just still good after all these years. Yeah, it's summertime, so we got to start drinking that again. Let's talk, well, first of all, uh, you guys came over this weekend, celebrate my birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Let's, <laughs> thanks. Let's talk about something we drank there. The new Gold Coast... Or Gold oh, yeah. Cliff IPA. Well, we, we two of those were our first for us: the Gold Cliff and the other one you had, the uh, the Federal Reserve, or no, Red... the other, the other Kona beer. Oh, oh, the Kanaha. Yeah. Yes, that was the first for us, also. Both are very good. So the the Gold Cliff IPA is uh, is brewed with pineapple. Yes, because you yeah. know pineapple is the thing right now. I don't know how that happened. Uh, everybody loves pineapple. <laughs> Don't turn them upside down. That's right. Um, Bottoms up. And then the and then the other mm. one is brewed with mango. The mango has been done before. That's that was uh, Camp Anawana. Uh, there's a beer by Harpoon that did it. I can't I can't th- Camp Wana Mango. Yeah. Was the name of their beer. And it was okay. Okay. It was not that good. I didn't like it. It was very fruity. That one was very fruity. This one has a nice subtle hint to it. It's not overly fruity um i, I kind of dig these they're you know they're they're a good amount of beer taste and then a little bit of fruitiness to it i'm just getting so burnt out on the ipa thing mm-hmm. i'm just over it i will say i looked at the uh, i was drinking the the gold cliff the other night and it's seven percent yeah which is pretty high for uh, a fruity beer that I, all I I've just I'm I'm over the IPA thing. I'm not enjoying them anymore. They all starting to taste that's the same no matter what they're cut with. Yeah. Well, I can I can definitely see that. Just that. What is Hanalei? Bitter. Hanalei is low. It's like four and a half, I think, or five. I can't tell. It's not on the bottom. It's weird. Uh, yeah, I want to say it's like five percent. Yeah, it's four and a half. Yeah, nothing, nothing overly alcoholic, uh, but but good beer, and I really like the I really like the Gold Cliff, and the Kanaha is pretty good too. Yeah, they're very good. And, and uh, you get and Budweiser. And you guys, was, yeah, the Budweiser was good. How to eat my words? <laughs> <laughs> well, so because it's not a pale ale; it's a red. No, it's a red lager. And I like reds most of the time. Yeah, it was good. So, uh, yeah, good beers, good beers for uh, for this weekend. Um, 
So tonight on the quickie, we're talking about uh, we're gonna go old school. We're gonna talk about some modes of transportation, uh, and we wanted to kind of just go through some of them and list our favorite modes of transportation. Uh, and uh, and oh look look everybody, there's a there's a ginger in front of me now, uh, Mikey. A wild ginger has appeared. <laughs> Mikey, welcome, welcome to the show. What are you drinking tonight? <laughs> oh boy, I've got uh, I've got a cup of green. A cup of green. green. What? Spot? Yeah, it's it's like about uh, three quarters uh, old smoky margarita flavored moonshine and one quarter uh, green flavored ha- uh, Hawaiian punch. Oh, boy. Oh. 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 I, see, I see some naked chalupas in your future. <laughs> you are a brave man because I would be. Well, it, be good, you, 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 it, it's, it's very, very sweet as it is, so you've got to temper the sweetness by giving it pure fructose. No oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was hitting the first time I've done it. That uh, there there will be a naked chalupa in your future. I did have uh, chicken casserole, uh, Mexican chicken casserole. For oh dinner, boy, so. that's that's pretty much a naked chalupa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Mikey, uh, we're we're about to start talking about some Disney transportation. So let's. Uh, oh, you're only just now getting yeah. started. Yeah, we were waiting. Oh. So uh, so tonight we're going to talk about our favorite modes of transportation. Now I have a couple rules for you guys. Uh, rules are has to be a mode of transportation to get you from point A to point B. So anything on a circular track that is designed to be an attraction is a no-go. So unfortunately, the Tomorrowland Speedway cars are not something you can choose. Hmm. Or the people mover. Or the people mover. Because there's no stop. You ha- the second part is there has to be at least one stop, or, or at least two stops on this mode of transportation. So what happens if the attraction happens to let you out in a different spot than where you started? That's fine because again, my third rule is there must be a at least a point A to point B to get across either a park or a resort or part of the Disney property. So, crap. With those being said, uh, if they let you off in a different area of the park, fine. I'm okay with that. So same area of the park but different spot doesn't count then. Um, I'll allow it. Oh, let's let's che- hold on. Let's <laughs> check with the let's check with the judging panel. Yeah, they they'll allow it. So, technically, almost any attraction. <laughs> no, no, no. It cannot it it cannot be on a circular track to be an attraction. Crap. Okay. <laughs> so, that being said, who would like to who would like to give their first? I'll go first then. (laughs) That's a lot to consider, you know, spur of the moment. If this is a quickie, we still got to have a little bit of foreplay. Oh, no, no. No, There's no foreplay in quickie. There's no foreplay. We just go in. We go in and get out. Going dry. That's Shangalang. Well, I got one if nobody else is willing to go first. All right, so Adam, give us us your first. Fine. I'm going to choose the monorail. Okay. It's almost everybody's first attraction when they get to Disney. And, you know, it is still as much and as broken down as it is. It's still kind of fun to ride every now and then. You also get get some great views. You get some views that you might not necessarily see looking down over the concourse in the the hotel. You get to go by the wedding Mm -hmm. pavilion. I mean, you get pretty much a tour through Epcot if you're on that route. So I'm going to stick with the monorail as my first one. And I love the narration that... uh... Well, not not Jack Wagoner anymore, but that uh, that they used to have as you go around the Seven Seas Lagoon, and they tell you all about the resorts and about the the sights that you're seeing while you go by. It's it's it's, it's always a fun ride. It's always a fun thing to do. And the Monorail is just iconic Disney World, so it has to, it should be on everybody's list. Absolutely. It, our first time riding it, it was. Um... Real surprising how high up you are when you come out of the contemporary. Yeah, I'd say you're a good 40 feet up, 30 feet up. Oh my god, we're gonna fall. See, that's growing up in New York and taking the trains. That uh, that did absolutely yeah. nothing. <laughs> you know, I, I, I actually just had this observation our last trip. I, I thought the whole track of the monorail was a lot higher than it was. 
But that's the only section that's really that high is going in and out of the contemporary. Yeah, it does ramp up and come back yeah, again. Maybe twenty yeah, feet up. Yeah, because the uh, the the stops at Polynesian, TTC, and Grand Floridian and Magic Kingdom are all on the second floor. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Monorail at uh, Contemporary, I think it's on the fifth floor or fourth floor. I think it's fourth. Third. So it's a fifth. Third. Fifth. It's above Chef Mickey's, and Chef Mickey's is on the fourth. Oh yeah. So it, yeah. So it is on the four, fifth floor. So I it's probably it's a half feet floor, up. though. Technically, in Magic Kingdom, it would be the third floor. No. Technically, yes. Because <laughs> the first floor is, is the, the boat the dock. <laughs> first floor is, yeah, the utility doors. Well, <laughs> and it's third floor in um, Polly, right? No, second. Second floor. Second or third? It's, it, it's like... Two, tw- there's only two floors in the yeah, lobby of Polly. Yeah. Yeah. And those two floors are... Tambu Lam and, and, and Trader Sam's, and that's all you need to know about the two floors. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, you know, it's classic. Everybody likes the monorail. I, I don't think anyone, uh, save for the people in monorail red, mm-hmm. have anything bad to say about it. Or peach. <laughs> or peach. Or teal. And purple. <laughs> and, uh, and maybe I blue. Think blue caught fire once. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they had to marry half a blue to half a red. Yeah. And they made purple. No, which, no. <laughs> which, which crashed with monorail pink. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah. Monorail's great. <laughs> Can't wait for the new Very ones. reliable transportation. Yeah, so the new ones are scheduled for when? Uh, next year? Nobody knows. One train for sure um, by, I think by it's year's the end? End of the end of next year. Is that officially official? It's officially unofficial. Okay. <laughs> and then the rest, they said, will be there for the 50th. Well, they have no choice. They are desperately needed. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Tim, why don't you give us your, your one of your favorite modes of transportation? Well, I know what my very first one is going to be, so I'll save that one. I'm trying to think of my second, what my second favorite would be. I th- you might as well I think grab there's... your favorite now, because yeah, you know grab somebody your else now. is going to grab it. And that's that's the boat ride, specifically from Port Orleans to Disney Springs. Oh, on the Sasagula River. That's got to be the best ride on property. It's such a quiet boat ride, too. <laughs> Not unless your in-laws are yelling... <laughs> each other behind you. <laughs> that is not so well, quiet. It, well, those boats were kind of loud, though, if I remember correctly. The boats themselves are loud. Yeah, if you're sitting in the back by the engine, the boat themselves are loud. But if you're it sitting is, up front, it is designed to be a calm boat ride. Yeah, it's calm, but it's loud. <laughs> yeah, put some noise canceling headphones on. You'll be alright. Mm-hmm. You. It's a be- beautiful scenery. It's a nice, calm, quiet ride. As far as outside the boat. <laughs> You know, going on that boat and going through uh, Port Orleans property and seeing the stately manors and the, the, the southern plantation-style mansions, it's just beautiful. And all the be- all the giant magnolia trees, they're absolutely gorgeous. Can't you see the tree houses also? Yes. That, right? yes. yes, you can. Yes, you go by uh, Saratoga mm-hmm. and you can see the tree houses. I think there actually is, there is a stop for the tree houses on the, on the boat too. There's a stop for the treehouses, and then there's a stop at the front, I think, Congress Park for Saratoga. <coughs> I don't remember. I think that's the name of the, the location. I was too busy trying to listen to Tim's in-laws fight to try to figure out what they were fighting about. What <laughs> <laughs> your parents, you mean? I said it that way on purpose. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to do the math on that. I was like, wait, first I was like, wait a minute, my parents were never on that boat. <laughs> it was just kind of fun to see. <laughs> Tim had like a sister in law and brother in law fighting. Uh, yeah, no, awesome, awesome boat ride. It's nice and calm, great scenery, uh, and it drops you right off at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how long is that boat ride? It's it's kind of a long boat ride. It's a long boat ride. It's like thirty minutes. It wasn't yeah, awful it's though. Seems- it's a hell of a lot better than waiting for the bus. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, all right, Mikey, do you got one? I was going to say, well, that leads to me because I've only ever really had one chance to ride transportation in Disney World. 
Um, so, yeah. You know, when you're tired as hell at the end of a rope drop to fireworks day, and you score a seat, even if it's the last bus heading out to your resort, it's just kind of nice to sit down and pass out. Hope no one takes advantage of you. <laughs> No, you don't want to get Cosby on a Disney Yeah, place. that's not a good time. I mean, it, it... I know I was laying in someone else's... leavings. But I was so <laughs> There is something comforting about getting on a Disney bus at the end of a long, long day. And... The seat was already worn. <laughs> well, if you're on the back of the older buses, the seats are always hot. <laughs> they are. Okay. I do have a worse thing on the Disney bus, and that's that same ride at night, right before they let you off, and they turn all the freaking lights on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I call that I call yeah. that closing time. <laughs> you want to see awake? a bunch of scary-looking people who are half asleep. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay on this bus. You don't see them very quickly, though, because your eyes have to adjust to the brightness. For a while, you know, you, you think Elizabeth is taking you home. <laughs> well, I mean, the only good thing is that if you have a good bus driver, they'll warn you before they flip the lights on. Yeah. You get that yeah. 3 2 one And the newer countdown. buses, they can do one side. They can only turn they can turn on one side instead of having both sides come on. And they really they need those alarm clocks that, like, slowly, gradually, like, get yes. brighter like a sunrise. <laughs> Start playing the Lion King music. It'll be awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I wanted to, you know, before anyone before anyone stole this one, I wanted to grab this one, and that's uh, the Main Street Trolley. That is one I wanted to grab because if you've ever seen the show, the Trolley Show, it's pretty cool. After the Trolley Show, you can actually ride that trolley. It picks you up at uh, Town Square and takes you all the way up to Cinderella's Castle. Uh, That's and a really it, long walk. It is a long walk, but <laughs> if you're really lucky, when you get on the, the Main Street trolley, the Dapper Dans might be on your trolley in the back of the trolley singing uh, some some awesome songs. Do they? Yeah. If you're lucky. They, I think they, they usually do that like once or twice a day. And then oh, otherwise cool. they stop down at uh, over by the barbershop and then sometimes over by the Emporium. I've seen yeah, them at the I, Emporium. We've seen them at the Emporium. At the Emporium. We've seen them over by the... Um, firehouse? Firehouse, too. Yeah, well, that's where the barbershop is. Like, back in that corner. Which you could get your hair cut at Disney. I would recommend it. I mean, coming Why from not? the guy. You don't count. I, Pretty boy hair. I have a stylist. <laughs> oh, she cuts my hair. We, we did see some grown men walking around Magic Kingdom with some pixie dust in their hair this trip. <laughs> All right, so Adam, give me another one here. I like the minivans because I'm bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be around people. I would like my well, own transportation. Actually, the reason why I really like the at least I really like the minivans, especially if there's a special event going on and you're in yeah. a rush. They literally they don't have the restrictions that like a regular Lyft or Uber driver does. Where they'll right. literally come right to the front and drop you from the front of your hotel right almost at park entrance. And, and they, can, they can go beyond the transportation ticket center yes. and actually take yeah. you up to the Magic Kingdom. Yes, they actually took us to Epcot during the 35th anniversary. They took us to our um, to downtown Disney for our Amaretz experience. Yeah, And regular Uber, Ubers and Lyfts have to stop at the parking garages. The um, minivans can pull up right into the bus stations. Yeah. And honestly, for an extra, what ends up being five, ten dollars, if you're in a rush, if you're in a hurry, it's not a bad deal. No, and especially if you have a big group too. Yeah. And they play Disney music on them. Because I think they can take up to five or six. I think it was six. The one we had was six. Or you can get, and they have, um, for those who have kids, they usually have car seats already there. Installed in the cars, so you know, it's another yeah. That's, that, it's another thing is, you don't have to worry changer. about it. That's a game changer. And it's Disney, so you know they're going to be safe car seats and not right. Something some punk kid Uber driver <laughs> bought at a yard sale. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The minivans are excellent. They're uh, it's 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 something that Disney needed to do to get in on that market to 
to take some money away from Mears and take some money away from Uber and also to give its guests the peace of mind. I mean, well, really, that's what it comes down to. Well, I have a question. Does Mears actually run the internal Disney buses or Mears just does the airport transfers? No, just Mears just the, does the airport. And so the taxis. It, it wasn't taxis. really taking too much away from Mears when you look at it. Well, Mears has all the taxis that park at the uh, parking lots. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple of times, Andrew and I have been have gotten to the bus lines, looked at the line, and said, nope, and we grabbed a taxi. See, I would just grab an Uber that were Lyft at this point. Well, this was this was a couple of years ago okay. before Uber. And so, and so Uber and Lyft probably took away from the Mears taxis Absolutely. to begin with. And I think this is taken away from Uber and Lyft. Well, Mears could park there and you could just walk up to the taxi line and get a taxi. It was almost like a hotel. Whereas, like, Uber can't park there at the parking lot and wait for people to just be picking. You know, come and think of it, I don't remember seeing any of the Mears taxis there this past trip. Usually, if you get to, um, there's like a ta- there's there used to be a taxi stand. I'm not sure if they have it anymore because, again, ha- I haven't had to take a taxi yeah. the last couple trips. I want to say there was <clears throat> one in downtown Disney. There, I'm sure there was. I know there was one at the, at the hotel. At Boardwalk, there was a taxi line, and I did take a taxi from Boardwalk to Magic Kingdom. Well, Boardwalk also has the um, night activities, where if yeah. you're mm-hmm. staying at some of them, it's going to take you a, a little bit more creative to get back to your resort if you're not staying at one of the Boardwalk resorts. Right. So, uh, all right, so Tim, give me a, give me one more for you. Oh, I realize my, my last one is also a boat. And that is the boat ride from the Magic Kingdom to Wilderness Lodge. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. That is you an amazing son of a bitch. boat ride as well. And, you know, it's not even just the boat ride itself. It's actually when you finally get to Wilderness Lodge and how you pull up to Wilderness Lodge. That is awesome. You do not see the hotel at all. Oh, it's like man. a meandering of docks and, and boardwalks before you actually but, walk from... And up. it walks right by that geyser. I love that. Yeah. But you're missing the best part. Oh, when it goes over the bridge? Yes. When the boat actually goes over an, uh, an underpass? Or yeah. A freeway underpass. The it's, bridge was it's... just built over the road so that the boat can go through. So, well, it connects, yeah, it connects um, the lagoon with Bay Lake. Yeah. It's. Uh, I love that boat ride because it's nice and calm. You go through these canals, past the contemporary... Um, past Discovery pa- Island. Past Discovery Island, and you kind of, all of a sudden, you come out of this canal and you find yourself in front of. You can see Magic Kingdom from there. It's really cool. It is an awesome boat ride. And then on the way back, like you know, again, you pass by all these resorts and you, you get dropped off at this dock that you don't see anything around you. It's just tall pine trees, and you walk across the dock and then you turn the corner and there's this giant hotel with a waterfall feature out in front of it. See, for me, I think that's the most peaceful boat ride in Disney World. Yes. Hands well, down. Competing with the ferry, though. Sometimes the ferry gets in the way and you hear honking. And, yeah, but yeah. still, that's only for a few minutes because you're going further away from the ferry. So you're, you might get that ferry noise for a little while, but once you get past that like main area, it gets super quiet. It's really peaceful. Yeah, once you get past the contemporary into that canal, it's really calm. Mm-hmm. You'd get, if you do it early enough, you could have a trio of rednecks hollering at you while they're checking their jug lines out there on the uh, on the pontoon boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you probably will see in, that on uh, November. <laughs> in November. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. So, so if I if I asked her if I if we could, you know, how much to, to rig up a, uh, a jug line or whoever the uh, <laughs> the fishing guy. Is. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. Damn it. <laughs> I think the, be- the best transportation period on Disney property are the boats. They are nice. They're 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 relaxing. I mean, everybody likes to be on a boat. They're just such low capacity that if the line is long, you don't want to wait for one. Yeah. See, but I never had a really bad wait for the Wilderness Lodge boat. No, we never have. We're also taking those usually midday to go to a dinner or something. Yeah. I don't think we had a long wait for that boat either at any point in time. The Polly one, the Grand one for sure. Yes, without a doubt. Well, the Polly and the Grand Chair. Yeah. Uh, but awesome. Mikey, you got one for me? 
See, I've only done the the buses and, and a boat. What about some sort of train? No, not done any of the trains. We've we've never done the Magic Kingdom train either. No, I've not done Rafiki's Planet Watch. It's been on our list twice, and I've yet to go out there. And I won't until they put the Osborne <laughs> family lights along the track. Um, you know what? Then then that gives me a perfect opportunity to, to pick the Walt Disney World Railroad. It is it is a lot of fun, and Tim and Adam, you guys got to do it. We've done a Disneyland one. The Disneyland one, from what I heard, blows this one away. Oh, it's totally And those seats look so uncomfortable to me when I look at them. It looks like there's, like, no room between the knee and the bench. Yeah. Nah, I can pass. (laughs) Uh, But it's... Hey, you'll get a great view of the Tron coaster construction. Or you can get a great view of somebody's scad arm. No, thank you. (laughs) I will pass. (laughs) With fingers reaching back under the seat. Mm -mm, No, no. Well, Well, maybe maybe Phyllis should have had a pineapple upside down. (sighs) Maybe Phyllis had one too many pineapple upside downs. And she needs some penicillin. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the scabs on her arm. Uh, no, the, the train is that's good. not I, a scab. I, that's scurvy. <laughs> I enjoy the I enjoy the Disney World Railroad. I think Tim and Adam, if you get a chance, do it. There's some excellent scenery as you go around, um, and the narration's fun. But it's it. You're right. It does not compare to the Disney World. Or the Disney line World. for the one in Magic Kingdom is always so long, and I just rather walk to where we're going. You you might as well wait for the train. But I will say, I will say, the inside of the train station in Magic Kingdom is beautiful. Like if you go up there just on a, like around midday, there's nobody inside there. It's just cool to kind of like take a step back in time. I don't think we've ever even thought about doing that though without riding the train. No. Well, I don't think we've ever been up there. Yeah, go up there. Go up there, check it out. Great. There's some great pictures up there and a great, uh, great view of Cinderella Castle. Great view of Main Street. All right, Adam, so one more. Uh, Round out this top three. As Trenton loves I'm going to say something that's not there anymore. Okay. I'm going to choose the gondolas, the original gondolas that went from... Sky buckets. Yes, the sky buckets, which you can find one now in the park. I won't tell you You where it is. Yes. Well, actually, it's not in the park. It's not in the park. It's It's on property, but it's not in the park. It's on property, but it's not in a park. And those were... I don't think they're going to be as little... But you want to talk about some pretty cool views that you used to be able to get just flying, like literally flying over the park. It, it was pretty awesome. Um, it's kind of, I understand why it's gone. But it was pretty cool, especially as a kid. I mean, I went before Epcot was even a thing. So <laughs> every, every amusement park in the 70s had those. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and look, my, my experience with those uh, comes from Disneyland. Um, it was just so cool to be that, be up that high and, and look at Disneyland or Disney World from a bird's eye view. I mean, I would just love it to, like, as an adult, I would love it now just to people watch. Yes. Because I could picture that being like, maybe have a few beers somewhere else or maybe slip some <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> beverage into a water bottle or tea bottle. We do not condone that. But I can just picture me just sitting. I'm just going to go around again. I'm going to people watch for a little bit longer. Now, those would take you from uh, Fantasyland. And there was like a Swiss chalet over mm-hmm. by Small World. And then it would go across Fantasyland and into Tomorrowland, which would yep. empty out over by the bathrooms near where Buzz Lightyear meets and greets. Yep. Pretty much the same exact path from Disneyland, except you would go through the Matterhorn. You would actually go through the Matterhorn. Yes, though. there was sort of like now, how the monorail goes through um, yes. Contemporary. You would you would travel through the Matterhorn, and that's where you would have a view of Harold, uh, the Yeti, who didn't really move that much. Kind of like oh, that's kind of a theme. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, they move now in Disneyland. They do move now in Disneyland. You can't do Yetis. <laughs> Leave the Yeti alone. <laughs> Uh, but no, they're very cool. Very cool. Uh, Tim, you got one more? Well, I, I was actually, Mikey reminded me about the train from uh, Terrificus Planet Watch. That's a great ride. That it's a little slow. Very slow. But it's, a, you know what? It's a well-themed train. You will get a, a good uh, behind-the-scenes look at the elephant paddocks and some of the other animal buildings. 
Yeah, no, ride. it's it's a it's a fun ride. Um, I like the theming of the train. How it's kind of like it looks like one of the you know the Indian trains, like the Darjeeling Express, mm-hmm. uh, with the with the suitcases on top. I, I don't know. Very fun. Uh, once you get back there, however, now it's just a petting zoo. Yeah. No. Well, they have. They still have the vet. It, they do. Thing, they which do. I'm always fascinated by whenever they're yeah. doing something. They have the little like booths where you can kind of hear the different animals at night. There's stuff to do there, but again, it's not your A-list attraction, and it's sort of zoological stuff, where you can find a lot of this stuff at most of your other zoos. And it's allegedly on the chopping block. It's always on the chopping. It's been on the chopping block since it opened. I mean, there's always always been sort of uh, rumors about what it's going to be, and I think the newest thing is it's a Zootopia uh, theme to it. That's what I heard. I don't, but, I don't but know. But we're getting further and further away from that movie. You think if they would have done something Zootopia, they would have done it by now. Well, you know, you'd think so. It was ten years after Pandora. Yeah, but how long has Ratatouille been yeah. out? That's true. But here's the thing with Ratatouille is that that's an existing right. That's an ex- existing attraction someplace else. So they're just kind of porting it over. And I get that. I mean, but there's nothing Zootopia anywhere. No. So for them to start well, from the- scratch... To literally take over a decent chunk of land doesn't make sense. Yeah, and just I don't think it fits. I mean, just because it's animals, it doesn't. I don't think it fits an animal kingdom either. No, it no. Doesn't. Only if you have Shakira. <laughs> it's it's all right. It's not the best movie. I didn't finish. it. I liked it. I didn't think it was awful. I've it's, seen a it, lot worse. Jason Bateman needs to have a face. I can't do it with just the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that. I will say I did like Alan Tudyk's character in that, the Duke of West, uh, the Duke of Weaselton. Weaselton, yeah. yes, that's the only reason to watch it. Is for which, that one which is a play on his character from Frozen. The Duke Speaking of, of Alan, Alan Tudyk, we were joking yesterday with uh, Trader Shan and his wife and the Millers that they should dress up Alan Tudyk in a giant hey hey costume and then just set him loose in one of the parks. <laughs> yeah, and he'd probably, he'd probably do, do it do for three dollars and twenty three cents, <laughs> just because you know he went to Juilliard. Oh, I love that t- that that outtake from when he's recording. Hey hey, he's like. He just, like, gets all serious, like, I went to Juilliard for this. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> after, after making chicken noises. <laughs> well, then he kind of redeemed himself with K2SO, so. That's you're, but you're also looking, don't forget, Marissa Tomei was an award-earning actress, too. So, and then look at her and My Cousin Vinny. So. <laughs> I liked her My Cousin Vinny. She was fantastic. In that, yeah, I never wanted to hear someone describe a timing light in my life. <laughs> so much as listening to her. I guess it's just because of where I grew up. That a torque I just wrench. Didn't it was a torque it, wrench. Like, torque wrench. Craftsman, model, uh, whatever, torque wrench. All right, so then I guess my last my last one. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually surprised no one said it. Uh, the Magical Express. No. No. Well, I've never been on it, so. I, I mean, it's really nice. You you don't. You, I mean, you don't have to take care of your luggage. You, well, it's you know. nice on the way to. The yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's the key well, that's, there. That's why I said. That's why I said the magical express and not the tragical express. It's it's really nice and Disney, you know, Disney's done a fantastic job with that. Uh, they pick you up at the airport. Uh, they drop you off at the front of your resort. You don't have to worry about your bags. They'll magically appear in your room a couple hours later. Um, most times. Most times. Sometimes you have to call for them. But, you know, for the most part, they're pretty good about it. And it's just a nice, convenient feature that you don't find really anywhere else. Yeah, I can see. I can agree with that. Scott. Leave it to Scott to find a way to sneak some reference to a flight <laughs> into another top three list. <laughs> 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 well, yes, you do. De, you know, deboard your plane, deboard your flight, which I'm sure you can get a wine flight on your flight. That's meta, right? Did I use the word correctly? I don't know. I'm not a hipster. I don't. Th- I think oh, there's a problem. I don't know what plane. Statement, to be honest. Well, I don't know what plane he's flying, but I've never seen a wine flight on an actual flight before. Well, you just get three bottles of wine. That's all. Three, three mini bottles. Three, three little mini bottles of soda foam. <laughs> that would be more expensive than a meal at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But no, Scott is right, though, because that is 
literally the first mode of transportation that most people get when they if they fly to Disney. And when you get down to that level and you walk over to Magic Express that you put your magic band on, that's when you first realize you're getting to the bubble. My magic band goes on before I board the plane. It does. <laughs> well, we're sitting waiting for our flight in Newark. We put the yeah. magic bands on. But that that you know that's but that's where you start to feel Disneyfied. You, yes, you get the people, true. you get the cast members waving to you with the Mickey hands. You know, you're you're, you're driving down. I, I think it's I four. I don't know. I've never paid attention to the to the road signs. But it's you I-4. go by that electrical tower that has the Mickey head, mm. and then you get on property and you get that first glimpse of Welcome to Walt Disney World, the big giant sign, uh, as you drive in, and it's just that's. Coupled with the Disney cartoons that are usually playing on the on the little TV screens, the it's trivia. the perfect it's the perfect way to start a Disney vacation. Unless you end up getting a plain old Mears bus, and that sucks. That does. Well, the other thing that I have is I used to like the original movie better than what they have now. Yeah, the original with Gus. Mm-hmm. And just this one is not as much fun, and they. Pl- I mean, yes, I love Oof. the old cartoons and stuff, but. Fun fact, Gus is now a Street Mystery character in Hollywood Studios. Yes, we saw him. We saw him this trip. Is he really? Yes. Yeah, he plays a, a movie director and a cop. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Oh, I think I've seen him then. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, this guy over here, when you said Gus, I'm thinking Gus Gus. <laughs> <laughs> so, when Tim said that, I got super excited. <laughs> and then he said he's a cop. And I was like, well, well uh, <laughs> the hell have they done to send you can go you can go back and look on youtube but i think gus gus as a as a head character is in the magical express movie because they have like they have all sorts of random characters they do yeah that board that i don't remember if gus gus was one of them or not but i they do have a bunch of random i know scrooge is on there which is bullshit because scrooge would not be on a bus he would have a limo or 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 yeah Yeah. it just doesn't uh, give me my old movie back (laughs) <laughs> uh, but no, that that's that to me is one of the quintessential forms of transportation at Disney. Um, all good, all good stuff. Anyone, anyone else got any honorable mentions? Well, I just want to say the only other bad thing, especially if you're staying at a value resort, is that you're usually the last one to be dropped off the bus, yes. and you get to see all these like elaborate Disney resorts, <laughs> and then you get dropped off at All Star Music. <laughs> Holiday Inn with Maracas. See, when we went, we we didn't, our bus didn't drop anybody off anywhere else. It just, like, it only picked up All-Star. It only dropped off All-Star. No, when you're... We didn't stop at any other park or any other When resort. you're coming from Magical Express, you must always stop at other resorts. Yeah. When we did Coronado, we stopped off at okay. Boardwalk and Yacht and Beach and then Coronado. Because they're all Animal right Kingdom, around the area. Animal Kingdom just... now stops at... Um, all stars. Oh, do they really? Oh, yeah, because yeah. they're they're right next to each other. Mm-hmm. But you go Animal Kingdom. I was thinking just regular Disney buses. No. Not the- um, oh yeah. All, well, all star. All the all stars usually get one bus stop. So you'll have sports, music, and movies in one mm-hmm. corral. Um, the only ones, value wise, that are your single bus lines, I want to say are um, Pop and Art of Animation. They have their they have their own bus, and they're right next to each other, but they each have individual buses. Well, lines. because they're gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're they well they service a lot of people. That's why they yeah, have a ton of rooms. Anyone got a favorite themed bus stop, like uh, from from the parks, the four parks? I want to say the best theming has to be Hollywood Studios even though it's like a scorching 100 degree kind of experience and there's no shade whatsoever because the bus stops are tiny yeah exactly (laughs) but I mean when you truly look at them they're the most interesting looking ones because they have that art deco type feel to them yeah Yeah. and that's the only part that that the bus stops aren't covered yes well they are it's just a very very small section of it circle oval thing Imagine, so, <laughs> funny story about that. We went in September one time with my sister-in-law, and it's one of the very few times we had rain, and we ran out and got barely underneath the tiny, tiny bit of covering, and there's, like, a gigantic lightning storm happening around us. 
Oh, that's fun. With, with a downpour. <laughs> so, you know, you're all wet. There's lightning coming down. It was terrifying. Nah. It's price for admission, man. <laughs> we found something uh, interesting out this time. Animal Kingdom Lodge is the only bus stop at Animal Kingdom that does, does not change. All the other bus stops could be random, but that one is the only, the only one is bus number 10. Really? Yeah, that's what our bus driver told us last time. So it's always bus number 10 there? It's always bus number 10. Interesting. I, I think that's been a lot of fun with uh, some Disney transportation. We'll we'll definitely have to hear what Triton has to say at some point in time. Um, but It's fuzzy. Triton hates everything. I hate people. He's going to yell about yeah. hate people, hate the buses. Buses are too crowded. <laughs> angry, angry, angry. <laughs> the monorail smells like he a zoo. the monorail. <laughs> The monorail smells like a circus. How do you like the monorail? The doors open and people can fly out. How do you like boats that? Boats make him seasick. <laughs> Bo- yeah, boats make him seasick. <laughs> um, but uh, but lots of fun over there uh, that you can have on different modes of transportation. Uh, boats are always fun. There's there's some others that are less fun, like the Admiral Joe Fowler, because everybody is pushing to get to the front of it. You know, if you don't push to get to the front, it can be sort of relaxing, but mm-hmm. we only rode it once. I prefer to go up top and just sit down, relax. There's some seating up at the top of the boat, and just get out of the way of people. We only mm. rode it once because our first stay at the Poly, the monorails were not running, and we walked to the TTC, so we ended up having to take the ferry. Yeah, never mind that there's a boat from the Bali yeah. that we could have just hopped on, but that's that's, that's, that's boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I will say, if you were staying in Tukilau, the walk to TTC is probably shorter than it's the walk closer over. than, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is closer. All right, so a couple things, uh, a couple housekeeping. November, Adam, lots oh of stuff. Yeah, lots of stuff. Oh, More boy. stuff's getting planned. Crazy big meet and greet. Um, like I said on the last few episodes, though, at this point, dining reservations are waitlist only. So if you have not gotten an official confirmation from me at this point, there's no guarantee that you'll be able to sit with us. That being said, the reservations, the times have been posted. If you want to try to get a reservation around our time, maybe you could be able to sit near us. But I again, you're you're out of that 180 day window, and Tim is doing the princess wave. <laughs> we'll, we'll wave at you from afar, <laughs> and maybe they'll be able to arrange something where you're sitting near us. Races are almost all filled up. The last I heard at this point is the challenge is the only thing that is not sold out. So if that's something you're interested in doing, there's a large group of us who are running the 5K. There's a few, not as many running the 10K, and then there's most of us are running the half. So that's going to be you today. there's a good chunk that are just spectating. Yes. Also, if you wanted to hang out with those of us who are running the half anyway, there's the $87 ticket for a Sunday night thing at Epcot. It'll be from 9 to 1, I think, or 10 to 1. I don't remember the exact time. You can get in the park at starting at 8, and they're going to have special events, um, some sort of entertainment. You probably have some heart hard to find characters and it's just to kind of just hang out celebrate and drink throughout the world so there's that there will be yeah. more events announced once i actually have time to figure some more stuff out so there will be stuff that you don't need a reservation for mostly the best way to do that is to go over to the facebook group facebook.com slash group slash three sheets check over there leaves uh you can find the pinned page for uh for the november meet and greet for the november events uh we always keep those pinned at the top of the page so check those out uh but if you want to become a member of the facebook group if you're not already one mikey what should they do well you need to submit a request because we're like club 33 we don't let in the best the best of the best um, like top gun gun and we don't have a twenty five thousand dollar admission fee we should though we should no but we do have cool shirts (laughs) Um, you know, you can uh, submit a request over facebook.com slash group slash three sheets, and you'll have to answer a trio of questions that are super easy. They're so easy, I don't know how some people can't answer them. <laughs> well. But every day, someone doesn't answer them or answers one, or I just, it, it baffles me. So, so yeah, uh, answer the questions. We will approve you to make sure you're not a robot. 
And if you invite someone on your own behalf, you're a present member, and you're like, ooh, I think Sally Jesse would like to be in this group, and you go invite Ms. Raphael, <laughs> let her know she's got some questions to answer. Otherwise, she'll just sit in the queue for a while. We will try to make an effort to reach out and say, hey, someone invited you to come party with us. But, it's, I mean, it's on. Facebook messages are a lot like unknown callers on your cell phone. If you don't recognize someone, especially with Scott's hair, sending you a message, you're not going to accept it. So let them know you invited them or recommended or tried to add them to the group, and then let them know to go answer the, the trio of questions. Or else we're going to go all Geraldo Rivera and uh, break their request with a chair. <laughs> yeah. So so go over there, facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. Request to join, answer the questions. We'll let you in and uh, it'll be a good time and you'll never regret it. Ever. Until your Facebook is filled with pineapples. <laughs> um, Mikey, some stuff happening over at Magical Meltdown, right? Yeah, uh, a couple weeks ago, finally got off my ass and released the uh, Emotional Support Pineapple shirt. That's been very, very popular. I, re- I released two pineapple-themed shirts and a couple... Maybe like one, one other shirt. Oh, yeah, the uh, the Infinity War shirt with uh, Winnie the Pooh. Um, and, um, you know, next month's not very far away. I've got several more coming for next month, too. Ooh, so I'm excited. I just got my uh, Cousin Joe shirt. Yeah, yeah. Cousin Joe sold some of those. Uh, I'm excited for what's coming out next week, Ooh. though. Uh, stay tuned to the group, because I've got a male model. What? To stay stay tuned in the group. Okay. I'm scared, because he just spent the weekend with C-Match. So oh, I'm really scared. Hey. Oh, no. Shit's about to get basic up in here. You know, I was just thinking, if this pineapple thing keeps going, we need a, a, a net food and cello pineapple princess shirt. There you go. Ah, yes. I'm too young to know what that means. Google, go on YouTube and look up a net food and cello, uh, a net food and cello pineapple let me tell you something. Annette Finicello was a fox. But you need her with the common Miranda headgear. I've I've seen Back to the Beach with Pee Wee Herman. Definitely. Pineapple Princess. Because apparently pineapples are a thing right now. Pineapple Princess would be open. Um, all right. So so lots of good stuff happening over at uh, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. Also, go over to iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. Leave a review. Rate. Review us. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, it's real easy. It's on your right on your podcast app. You can write a review, leave five stars, let us know how to make the show better. Uh, we do read them. We do take that into consideration. So if you leave a one star and you're too chicken shit to tell us how we're bad, just be a chicken shit. That's fine. You can just do that. If you're going to leave a one yeah, star for you, man up and say what you need to say. Yeah, don't be a punk. If you have something to say, say it. We want to make the show better. We want to increase your one star rating. So if you have a one star reason, let's hear it. Also, Mikey, best way for them to catch the show every week when it comes out. You gotta subscribe on That's iTunes right. and make sure you get the notifications. Sub- Otherwise, you'll just know that we did it and you won't know what we did. But yeah, definitely go over there, go over to uh, iTunes, subscribe to the show. Uh, best way to, to get the show notifications every week when we put out a show, when we put out a quickie like this, it's necessary. You must do it. If you're a real sheeter, I'll do you one better. Enable automatic downloads just because it like it, it likes to download when you're connected to Wi-Fi. So when you wake up the next morning and head to work, you ain't got to worry about, oh shit, did I download my favoritist podcast in no, the world? No, that's right. It's right there ready for you to go. Awesome. So, Mikey, give me some closing remarks tonight as we finish our quick... God, I've said enough, haven't I? Um, well, I'm out of my green drink here. Green drink. <laughs> drank. <laughs> no one saw my naked chalooper. Uh, you know, I spent, uh, on a spur of the moment, me and my wife drove 20 hours round trip to spend about seven hours hanging out with a sheeter. Uh, see, imagine I'm dude. Not just a sheeter. Original super sheeter. Well, now, nah, listen. it Don't go giving a big head. Okay. <laughs> well, he's already got one of those. So. <laughs> yeah, he's grown <laughs> smooth through his hair. Um... Had a hell of a time, and, uh, you know, we've met and hung out with uh, Sheeter Shan Nichols and had a great time, and we've hung out with Sheeter Matt Holmes and had a great time, so we're, I'm just looking forward to November. 
October, November. What about October? I, I October and November can't get here quick enough. I talk to you guys all the time. Oh, ouch. Oh, like we don't count? <laughs> Damn. I, I, ju- I just, you know, there's voices I've not heard yet. I said, My- Mikey's getting chucked off to the side of magic. You you know you know we're family when you don't want to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> C-Match will be on that cruise too, let's not forget. Oh, <laughs> that is true. Looking forward to dying on the streets of Bermuda with all of you guys. Adam, give me some closing remarks tonight. Well, we also had our little meetup. Um, we just went to the winery over here, so shout out to Shan. And his lovely wife, who just joined the group, or just became no, she joined the group a while ago, oh, no. so she can keep track she of Trader Shan's of... alcohol purchases. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. This <laughs> is true. Friends with her on Facebook yesterday, and we also hung out with the Millers, which was awesome. We did. We totally didn't expect to see them. They drove like an hour and a half just to hang out for a few hours with us, and that totally blew my mind. So it was awesome. Which which means Shan has Shan has officially met all five of the hosts. He's the only one. Yes, and we have not all met yet face yes. to face, but Shan has <laughs> met all of us face to face. This is true. So, <laughs> so that yeah, it was an awesome time. We just had fun. We chilled out. We grabbed some pizza from next door and just drank some nice. wine. So it was a nice. pretty That's awesome. That's the good night. thing about our little winery that it's in a strip mall and there's a couple of little restaurants and fast food joints and then you could get food from any one of them and they let you bring it into the winery and eat oh that's sweet tim give me some closing remarks well speaking of meetups we have for local northeaster cheaters we have our hershey park meetup in a couple weeks june 9th i think it's at 10 a.m they're cheating on disney with another theme park no we're meeting well it's chocolate we're meeting at 9 30 because Nobody, no, no cheaters can ha- show up anywhere on time is what we're slowly <laughs> finding out, us included. So um, we're meeting, figured at 9.30, so the park should open at 10, so we'll probably all get there about 10. But yeah, try to get there at 9.30, this way we can at least meet up, figure out what everybody's wearing, so if we lose each other and what have you, bonus we know how to meet up show with up each other magical meltdown shirt. I don't know what those points will get you, but you bonus ones anyway. <laughs> yeah, are you, probably nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The points don't really matter. <laughs> what was the... Oh, yeah. Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. The show where the things are made up and the points don't really matter. <laughs> so, you know, from all of us here at Three Sheets of Mouse, thanks for this quickie. We enjoyed bringing these, uh, these little episodes to you. We'll be back next week with a full show. Uh, we're going to have a couple of quickies. We've had a couple of quickies this week. Um, next week will be our big episode 69. Big debauchery. Oh, wow. Insert your favorite <laughs> joke here. <laughs> So, from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time, this time, and until next time, so long for just a while. And thank you!